Be Bolder. He's building a loyalty rewards program at Zinrelo. Launched it many years ago, back in 2009. He now has 30 people spread between California and India. They have reached 500 customers, which is a nice milestone, each paying somewhere between 1500 and two grand per month. They're south of a million bucks in revenue uh, per month right now, but stretch goal this year, maybe they pass that by the end of the year. Regardless, I love that they're doing this with very little cash raise, just 2 million cash raise, growing 50% year over year, net negative revenue churn between negative five and negative 10%. They're getting paid, their payback period is incredible, under six months, spending up to 12 grand to acquire these customers that stay with them for 36 months or about 72 grand in lifetime value. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Jay Rawat. He's a successful serial entrepreneur and investor, advisor, and mentor to several startups. He's currently the CEO of a company called Zinrello, a loyalty rewards and referral marketing platform. He has over 25 years of experience in technology industry and holds 19 patents. He loves trekking, running, and biking, is currently training for the San Francisco to LA unsupported bike ride. Jay, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, I am. All right. So a man of many talents. Tell me about Zinrelo. What's it doing? How do you make money? So Zinrelo is, as you said, it's a loyalty rewards and referral marketing platform for retailers. So we help retailers acquire, engage, and retain their customers by creating what we call a 360-degree engagement with their customers. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, the retailers pay us a monthly fee for access to the platform. Okay, and are we talking like a grand a month, a hundred bucks a month, a million a month? Generally, what do people pay you per month? Uh, We have two different programs. There's a self-service program for smaller retailers. Uh, There, I would say the average monthly fee is about 150 a month. Okay. Uh, And then we have an enterprise plan, which has more features and comes with more support. Uh, There, uh, the average monthly price is about $2,000. $2,000 per month. Okay. And if you, I mean, those are two very different markets to cater. One, one cohort, you can put a sales rep on the other. You can't, right? They're very different. Which one are you more focused on? So the self-service one, what we've done is we have partnered with a number of different e-commerce platforms and it is truly self-service where smaller businesses that discover our app at, and let's say Shopify or Magento, and they are able to sign up for it themselves. We have all the support videos and documents created. Um, so we don't, it's not a high touch sales model. It's truly self-service, right? Uh, the, the idea is that some of these businesses, as they continue to grow, we will grow with them, right? So the pricing that we have is tied to the growth of the business. So as more users enroll in the loyalty program, we make a little bit more money. So we want to engage the customers even when they're small, because as they become bigger, we have an opportunity to become bigger as well. I'm just trying to understand who you're catering to more today. Maybe a better question is how many customers have you grown to and what percent would you put in the enterprise cohort? So I 
cannot share the exact percentages uh, of okay. the customers in each bucket, uh, but in terms of the total number of customers, we have over 500 customers right now. Okay, 500. That that number just by itself would tell me you're probably more enterprise focused. It's high touch versus a Hootsuite that has t- 20,000 SMB customers. So the smaller uh, the the self service model, we only started that about six months ago. So that's oh, oh the wow, that number is small. okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, so if, if you know you have 150 on the SMB side, two grand a month on the enterprise side, you just launched the SMB model. So if I took an average across your current customer base right now, that that average is going to be way closer to two grand than it is to 150 since you just launched that. Uh, I won't comment on the revenue numbers, but you know you can you can take a guess. Okay, when did you launch the company? What year? Uh, the company started in 2009 as Shop Socially. Uh, so when we launched initially. We actually started as a B2C platform where it was it was a platform to be able to connect with your friends and family if you wanted to get advice on buying products or services, you know, which swim school should I send my kids to or what camera should I buy. So that was the original idea. And as we grew that business, we realized that there was good traction, but not good enough to make a business out of it. You know, B2C businesses are binary, right? I mean, either you make it or you know, you don't, right? There's, there's nothing in between. So we pivoted that and we created a social shopping marketing platform uh, for retailers. What we did there was we, the, the, the observation really was that the consumers, the way they were, say, 20 years ago, the relationship between a cons- customer and a retailer was that of a buyer and a seller. That's it, right? However, today's customers are much more than that. You know, social media has really democratized marketing, if you will. So a customer is not just a customer anymore. They are also talking about you on social channels. They are posting pictures on Instagram. They are talking to their friends, you know, writing reviews and whatnot. So the, the whole interaction paradigm has changed. And therefore, we realize that the retailers really need to change their marketing strategies to tap into this these additional values a customers can bring. Sure. Now, Jay, as you grew this, did you give up equity or have you bootstrapped? Uh, we did give up some equity. Jay, you're ki- I liked you so much. I liked you so much. <laughs> but Just, not much. All right. So we, yeah, we only raised uh, two million dollars so far, and we are, we are profitable. Okay, so. that that's not bad. So you've raised two million today. And when when date wise was the last round? Uh, the last one was over two years ago. Got it. Have you had a price round, or was the two million all in convertible notes? Uh, the first round we did was a price round, the very first one, which was for the B2C idea. Okay. So that it was a convertible note. Interesting. So even so you basically kept your investors from the B2C idea on the cap table, even though now you're it's a totally new idea. Yes, we did. That's very nice of you. They invested in in a company, it was the same company, and we although we did a pivot and it's a completely new new business. We didn't want to you know shut down and start a new business. So we we kept them on the cap cap table. We've all heard of Drift and Intercom and these other messaging companies that are reaching multi-billion dollar valuations and raising hundreds of millions of dollars. And that's why customer engagement company Freshworks is jumping into the game with their new product, FreshChat, which helps engage website visitors, convert them into customers, and retain and support those customers to become happy, engaged users. Now, Freshworks is valued at $1.5 billion and has more than 150,000 businesses around the world using them. 
Their new product, Fresh Chat, differentiates from the market because one, they've got channels to create focused message threads and threading. Number two, it's self-service inside the messenger. Number three, they have a lower price point, mainly because they have revenue from other revenue streams. It allows them to get away with a cheaper price point. And number four, it's specifically built for marketing, sales, and support teams. If you want to try Fresh Chat today, you can do so at nathanlacka.com forward slash Fresh Chat to turn visitors into leads and customers into happy, engaged users. Again, sign up for a 30-day free trial. It's a beautiful thing. So easy to sign up. nathanlatka.com forward slash Fresh Chat. I'll see you there. Now, what do you, I'm curious, um, as a smart guy that advises many companies, you've raised very little capital, which is great. How, what are you able to keep, a, like what growth rate are you able to sustain, right? Not taking on 80 million in venture capital. Are you somewhere like in the 30% year over year range, something like that? We're closer to 50% right now. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, and and walk me through why launch a self service model. I mean, if I'm doing the math here, right? If you let's assume none of these 500 are SMBs. Let's assume they're all at the two grand price point. Just an assumption. I mean, that's a healthy business. That's a million bucks a month almost in revenue right there. Why fool around with SMB? As I said, what happens is that a lot of the businesses when they are starting out, they are small, but some of them have the potential to grow into bigger. Accounts. I get that, but why take on those support? Why not let other ecosystems develop those businesses and then they find you? Why go downstream and trying to support them when they're still babies? So what we did was we started out as an enterprise platform and we are only focusing on the enterprise customers. And over time, we realized that our processes had become so good and so smooth that we realized that we can launch a self-service platform without creating a lot of support. Okay. Okay, got it. So you didn't see, you don't see burden, cost of goods sold or anything like that now that you've launched. No, no crazy server expenses, things like that. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, Go ahead. You know, retail business where there is a lot of money to be made there as well. Yep. Now, what do you guys say in terms of team size? We are only 30 people right now. 30. And everybody based there in Sunnyvale? Uh, We have an office in Sunnyvale and we have an office in uh, Pune, India. Oh, Pune. Okay. And what's the breakdown? How many in India? How many in California? Sales and marketing here and the development is happening in the India office. That's fascinating. For people listening right now that have been thinking about opening a dev shop in India, what would you tell them? It's hard. Uh, The reason why it's working for us very well is because uh, my co-founder is actually based in India. Um, And he's a guy that I've known for over 30 years. Uh, This is the third startup we are doing together. Uh, So we can complete each other's sentences. Uh, at this point. Uh, and he was in the US for a number of years before he moved back. So he really understands the market here. So what, yeah. you know, the, the biggest challenge is if you have an offshore development team is communication and really making sure that they understand the market, they understand who we are trying to serve, right? And that's an understanding which is very hard to come by. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's working really well because of the setup we so have. So how there. many people are out there? 10, 20? Yeah, about 20 people there. 20 there and 10 in California, sales and marketing in California. Okay, very good. And and let's just focus on your enterprise cohort for these next few questions. Churn is obviously critical in a business like this. Tell me about your churn. So we have achieved net negative churn, which is great because uh, the way the pricing is structured, as I said, um, it's a land and expand kind of model where we can get in at a lower price, but then as the business grows, as more users sign up for the loyalty program, um, 
they, they pay us a little bit more money. Yep. How, how negative are, I mean, are we talking negative 1%, negative 10%? So, I mean, if you just look at the, the, the number of users were actually leaving, we have, I would say the average lifetime of a customer right now is about three years. Okay. Right? Well, just to be uh, clear, sorry, when you say you have net negative revenue churn, <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just curious, how negative are you? In other words, in other words, if your gross annual revenue churn is five percent, but your right. but your expansion is fifteen percent, you'd be net negative ten percent, right? Yeah, we're between five and ten percent right now. Okay, got it, got it. And and the people that you're expanding, what's the sole driver of that expansion revenue? If you had to pick one thing, is it number of additional seats? Is it some other feature they're adding? What's the sole driver? The sole driver is the number of users. So the way we have structured the pricing is. It's tiered based on the number of users who are enrolled in the loyalty program. Got so it. As, as months go by, more users are enrolling in the program. The retailers are seeing more benefit from the platform and they start paying us a little bit more. And, and with that in mind, when you onboard one of these guys, this is a tough number, but you've had a lot of experience and you advise a lot of companies. So I bet you have some opinions on this lifetime value in terms of dollars. What do you put that at for your customers? I know it's back to the napkin, but what do you put it at? For our customers? Yeah, it's definitely north of what? So as I said, the average is about 2000 a month and uh, that, that we are getting from these customers. And the average life of each customer is about three months. So, so that's three years. Three years, sorry. Yeah, so so I can take 36 months times two grand. You assume a lifetime value of at least 72 grand, something like that. That's correct. Got it. Okay, very good. And and payback period-wise, like how do you look at CAC and, and you know how do you manage that ratio? For us, the payback period is pretty quick. It's about six months. Okay, that's that, I mean that's very healthy. So that means you're spending up to six times two grand a month, up to twelve grand a month, or twelve grand to uh, acquire the customer. That's correct. And where are you spending most of that? Is it a sales commission or is there a direct paid spend somewhere? Well, so a lot of it goes into lead generation. What we have done is we have separated out our sales team and um, the sales development reps. So we have a team of uh, SDRs who generate leads. Then they feed them to the sales sales team, and the sales team then closes them. So the costs are obviously, um, you know, the marketing cost, the lead generation cost, the commissions, you know, the conferences that we go to, it's all a blended cost. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's fully weighted CAC. That's great. Yeah. Um, when you see one of the companies you advise not doing fully weighted, what do you tell them? We have to look at the, the entire cost, right? I mean, you have to see where you're spending the money um, and what is the total cost of acquiring a customer? Because unless you look at those numbers, you really don't have a good handle on your business. Yeah. Right. Let's wrap up here. Before we get into the famous five, though, have you passed the nice, beautiful, round number of a million bucks a month yet in revenue or no? You'll hit that soon. Uh, as I said, revenue-wise, we cannot comment. But uh, you can, if, you look at, if you look at a total number of customers, 500 times 2,000, if, if, let's say if all of them were enterprise customers, which they're not. That puts you at a million. That's why I'm curious. I, I assume either you're very close because you said not all 500 or like you'll break it maybe in the next quarter or two. Yeah, we are under a million a month for sure. Okay, but you you think you'll, are you confident you'll break it this year? Uh, or close? Hopefully. 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 Okay, close. That'll be good. And um, you said you're growing about 50% year over year, right? So if I assume right now you're somewhere less of than a million, let's call it 800. It's fair to say, guys, we're about half that 12 months ago. Uh, yes. And do you think you'll keep growing? Because these numbers are getting bigger. Do you think you can keep growing at 50% year over year? 
Uh, we definitely think so, yes, because there is opportunities to expand into other verticals as well beyond retail. Okay. Any plans to raise? You're going to keep bootstrapping. I don't think we need to raise at this point. So we want to continue to grow and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take it as it goes. You know, the best time to raise money is when you don't need the money. So yep. we want to be at a point where we don't need the money and then we'll see if, <laughs> if you want to raise. All right. Let's wrap up here, Jay, with the famous five. Number one, what is the last business book that you read? Well, I'll tell you about my favorite one. Okay. So it's not necessarily the last one. Uh, it's a book called um, Predictably Irrational by Danny Yeah, it's a good Predictably one. Predictably Irrational. And that's just an incredibly insightful book into how humans make their decisions and just great insights into some marketing strategies. Number, two, just, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, I would say there are two CEOs that I, I really admire. Um, Household names, of course, you know, there's uh, Mark Zuckerberg for two reasons, you know, he's made some really bold decisions, bold bets, like, you know, Instagram, WhatsApp, etc. And then he also personally challenges himself with, with a personal challenge every year. So I like that. Uh, and the second CEO is uh, Sundar Pichai. So, you know, like myself, he is from India, he graduated from an IIT, and now he's heading up Google. So, you know, it doesn't get more inspiration than that. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Use quite a few tools. One tool that I've started using recently is a tool called Yesware. So it allows me to really track all my emails and responses and allows me to automate a lot of uh, scheduling. So I really like that. Number four, Jay, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I try to get eight hours of sleep. Okay, what do you get though? I get between seven and eight hours. Okay, so pretty close. Yeah, no, my, my kids are grown up now, so I do. <laughs> well, so what's your, what's your situation? Married, single, and how many kids? I'm married. I have three kids. Married. Okay, three kiddos. And how old are you? I'm 49. 49. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Years. I'm wondering what was I doing when I was 20 years old. I was in college, right? So, uh, you know, I, I would say be, be bolder. You don't, you don't have any responsibilities at that time, you know, so you can really... Um, be much bolder at that point of time. You are also naive and you're not really tethered by the notions of what's possible and what's not possible. Um, so really don't be afraid of failures and just, you know, be bold. There you guys have it. Be Bolder. He's building a loyalty rewards program at Zinrelo. Launched it many years ago, back in 2009. He now has 30 people spread between California and India. They have reached 500 customers, which is a nice milestone, each paying somewhere between 1500 and two grand per month. They're south of a million bucks in revenue uh, per month right now. But stretch goal this year, maybe they pass that by the end of the year. Regardless, I love that they're doing this with very little cash raise, just 2 million cash raise, growing 50% year over year, net negative revenue churn between negative five and negative 10%. They're getting paid, their payback period is incredible, under six months, spending up to 12 grand to acquire these customers that stay with them for 36 months or about 72 grand in lifetime value. Jay, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you.